welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Bad Batch. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello. Noma. Noma. Noma, Noma. <laughs> Noma. As long as you didn't say yeah, I'm happy. No, I no, said no, it man. in my head. I said yeah. it in my head. That's okay. Good. Oh, did you know you sound like the name of the song? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it a billion All times. My entire high school. Ed, how you doing today, man? I am sick as a dog, but I'm here. Hey, that's how we do it. We trade off the sickness, and uh, now you are down with the sickness. How about you, Noma? Wow. <laughs> All right, no, uh, not Noma. Ed, what are we talking about today on the podcast? Dude, it's one of my, it's one of it's my favorite bands. Song. If you've not listened to Disturbed Disturb. Listener on this podcast, go listen to them. They're fantastic. Ray is yeah, just like done this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so good. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> So today we are discussing. Yeah, we need David Draymond in Star Wars. We got the other guy in Obi Wan, oh, so yeah. we need we need. Uh... <laughs> yeah, today we are discussing the events of the Bad Batch season two episodes fifteen and sixteen. Luckily, they both came out on the same day this week, and it was a wild ride. Fifteen was the summit. Sixteen was Plan ninety nine. We are going to go over what happened in these episodes, what may happen in season three. And if we've spotted Easter eggs, how many did we find, what they are, and what they could be alluding to. Now, if there's anything that we do miss or something that we just don't mention at all, maybe because we didn't think it was that important, maybe just because we thought, hey, cool, but not relevant. If you thought it was and you want to hear us talk about it or you want to mention it, please feel free to do so. You can contact us. We've got multiple ways you can, and we'd love to hear from you. We've, we've got people... Noble wants to hear your voice on this podcast. 24-7. Let's just replace our voices with AI. AI. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to see if I can get some AI-generated podcasts of us. That'd be good. Oh, my God. We'll, po- we'll post it for April Fool's. <laughs> just Noma screaming. <laughs> I just want it to be... It's just the, the end entire, all no, the whole time. No, no, no. In, the entire time in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what's that, what's that sound? You guys hear that? No, I don't hear it. Everything typed out in caps. Yeah. <laughs> I have a oh, screen. But no. Sorry. Bad continue. Yeah, so please feel free to contact us. If you the Noma's gonna give you a whole list of ways. And if you miss anything right now, we will repeat this at the end of the episode. Absolutely. Uh so yeah, one of the easiest ways, as always, is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we've also got that merch shop, shop.voiceoftheforce.com, and our email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, on social media, we are on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at voiceforcepod. Uh, as always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. Uh, we will probably, uh, hopefully, with the end of Bad Batch now, uh, be trying to be on Twitch more often, and that will be twitch.tv slash gaming we will try to let you guys know hmm? i would say that we're probably going to be like i don't see why we wouldn't be streaming on april 7th yeah it's true i mean if we can and, kind of announce uh, it here i guess april 7th we'll do you know a small stream for a couple hours and see how it goes i think yeah yeah and i mean you know as well twitter and instagram we'll try to let you guys know through there uh when we'll be on and uh yeah hopefully it'll be a good time we can see dan flail around in sakura a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know with a rubber bat 
You know what they say? I can't do it because when I play any Souls games, I my sailors would be embarrassed to be around. <laughs> I will. I will say <laughs> that it's gonna feel like I'm running around with like a dollar store katana. Yeah. We will. We can watch Dan play, and then we can watch me play, so that I can just like flex aggressively in the background the entire time because I Dan, love three hours of gameplay. <laughs> Noma, five hundred hours of gameplay. The it, difference it between a pro and a noob <laughs> and an obsessed man. Yeah, yeah. no, I, it, it's my favorite Souls game. It's so yeah, good. No, I, I'm, I'm mid level. I can parry some stuff. I can. I can. <laughs> I can stop thrusting. We'll put a mod in so we can all fight right each now. other. The yeah the the hard mode that I still need to try and beat because I fail I I didn't fail I just stopped last time is double hard mode. Mm. Um, if you give Kuro his charm back, you can only uh, get perfect parries. Uh, otherwise, if you do a non-perfect parry, you lose some health. It does chip damage all of a sudden. Oh, and yeah. then there's a demon bell that that you can ring at Senpo Temple that makes all the enemies uh, I think a time and a half harder. I will I'll tell you this, Noma. Only mm. masochists make a, a Souls game harder. Uh-huh. And you are one of them. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, so you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us a five-star and a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma and Ed. This is your spoiler warning for this episode. If you have not watched Season 2, yeah, Episode you, 15, <laughs> The Summit, or Season 2, Episode 16, Plan 99, <laughs> please stop, watch the episodes, and come back, because we're going to get into spoilers, we're going to say everything, we're going to get all the Easter eggs, like Noma and Ed have said. Contact us if you like it, and if you didn't, tell us why you didn't like it. Let's get into the synopsis. The galaxy is at a critical juncture. Where allegiances were once divided, we must establish a comprehensive strategy for galactic unification to deter dissent and rampant self-interest. Toward that end, Dr. Hemlock, what do you have to report on your advanced science division? The progress we are making in the field of cloning is of great importance to the Emperor. The Summit is written by Matt Michenovitz and directed by Nathaniel Villanueva. And Plan 99 is written by Jennifer Corbett and directed by Stuart Lee. And as always, if I've mispronounced anybody's names, I apologize. Uh, so the summit is all about basically we open with uh, the Bad Bats still discussing um, everything that they've found out about Hemlock and everything that's going down. Uh, there's a lot of not being not quite sure what to do. And so they eventually uh, decide to, you know, uh, basically based off of information that Echo has discovered, go to Iriadu because Tarkin is holding a summit and uh, Dr. Hemlock will be there so they can plant a homing beacon on his ship and, uh, you know, then they'll be able to track down where his research facility is. So uh, they do that and there's a part where Echo's like, oh yeah, it'll be a covert operation if we can slip in and out. And I was like, that's not happening uh, because you can never actually accomplish your stealth missions. Uh, so almost as if pottery rhymes. Um, basically, they head off to the facility. They say their goodbyes. There's a extended scene with Tech and Fee uh, where it's like a very awkward, friendly goodbye. And I was like, uh, uh, that is not a friendly off. goodbye, Noma. She has eyes for that man. See, that was 100%. the thing. Was the like, last episode, too, because she calls him brown eyes in that episode. I, see, I don't know, be, because it, it, it's, it's so like cordial that and and they're being so if they are they're being so subtle with it i was like are they so my thought was like okay they're either 
trying to do like a will they won't they thing, but then because there's no resolution, I was like, it's probably not. And I was like, it's because better not so be dense. Well, so the yeah. other thing I was, I was like, they better not be doing a thing where it's like, let's then go on him because guess who's not going to be joining us next episode. Um, one of those turned out to be correct. Uh, so they basically head off to uh, Iriadu. So it's very cool to kind of see it in live action. Yeah, it was really like good. Every sh- it's very cool, but every shot we see is uh, cloudy mountains. I was so like, is that the spire? Almost- no, it's a big mountain. Yeah, I was like, is it carrying spike? But there's, I don't think so. But it's very straight. It, it almost reminded me of Catonomoidia, where it's just like, yeah, yeah, the bo- <laughs> the bottom is clouds. Except I was like, yeah, but we know Iriadu isn't. But you know, some sort of mountain range, um, where we've got Tarkin. I wouldn't. Sorry, um, I wouldn't put a pass him if it was the highest peak on Iriadu. Oh yeah, he's got to yeah. be above everybody, right? Um, he basically built a base on the Himalayas, uh, yeah. like the Emperor of Mankind, Warhammer 40k. Anyways, um so there there's uh Tarkin's doing a, a meeting with uh Royce Hemlock we see him come out and he's being escorted by uh, it's interesting they're TK troopers but they've got the the captain um shoulder badge thingy already and they're in red so I was like okay so is this just like what Iriadu's garrison is or is this like the 212th our TK's already uh who knows so they escort him in uh, to the summit where there are uh, two random Imperial officers, Tarkin, and like so very obviously Krennic. Uh, like it's just a dude in a white uniform. I guess, you know, I, I know I know that. Not always had that kind of hair. I was like, cool. So this is Krennic. They really beat around the bush with it, though. Uh, so the meeting is basically them just discussing plans for the future. Uh, while that's happening, the Bad Batch is uh, infiltrating their way into Ariadu. They use Echo's contact to uh, basically get a frequency that lets them get down to the surface. They then get to the compound and uh, using some very cool timing and mag lines, uh, get aboard a train uh, with tech's help and then get into the base. Uh, So while they're kind of sneaking around and figuring out where Hemlock's ship is, we're getting uh, brought up to date. Uh, It's it's kind of, it's a little bit disappointing because it's all already stuff that we knew. Um, Hemlock basically just talks about how important cloning research is and how, uh, they're using clones as test subjects. They never says about what and like what's happening. So it, it's, you know, we're not really getting any new information. And the, and one of the guys is like, oh, I worked with the clones in the Clone Wars. They're really cool. Are we just going to kill them all? And Tarkin's like, yeah, uh, the Jedi made them unpredictable. I don't care. Uh, and so they kind of just blow over that. And then at the end for like a ha ha moment, um, Tarkin's like, oh, yeah, Krennic, talk, talk to us about Stardust. And he's like, all right. I love Krennic being in that scene. Away. Was like it was cool. It was cool. Uh, oh, and he's um, he's not Director Krennic. He's Captain Krennic. Uh, let me double check. It, yeah, he he hasn't been uh, promoted yet. I did notice that. Um, so the Bad Batch is sneaking around through the base. They're doing a pretty good job. Um, basically, they don't know who uh, or which ship is Hemlocks. So Echo, Tech, and Hunter go off to uh, basically the command center or the hangar flight, the hangar command center, I think, to get the information they do. Everything's going perfectly. Uh, but once they find out which ship is Hemlock's, uh, Echo also realizes that someone's been turning off cameras in the base. And they're like, well, it's not us, so let's figure this out. So Hunter and Echo go off to figure out what's happening. Um, Wrecker basically tells Omega, like, he's too big to s- sneak past the patrols, so gets her to do it. Um and she does a good job. She gets all the way through, puts a, a homing beacon on. There's one part where I'm like, that TK trooper should have noticed her, but you can't see shit out of those helmets, maybe. You know, that, that's been a pretty classic stormtrooper thing. So sure, okay. Um, 
she plants the homing beacon, can't get out, so Echo makes a distraction by fucking mag clamping a V-wing to a cargo crane and just having it swing into the containers. Also, it's Commander yeah, so, Krennic. Commander Krennic, yep. okay. Um, so that makes a big disturbance. Omega's able to get away from it, and I was like, cool, everything's going way too well, so something's yeah. going to happen soon. Um, so what ends up happening is that Echo and Hunter run into... Uh, the people who have been turning off cameras and planting explosives, as it turns out, it's Saw Gerrera, because he's just always cog that we can, or wrench that we can throw into this cog. Um, so they have a bit of a standoff. You know, he says he's here to level the entire compound. Hunter's like, we can't let you do that. We're tracking one of the guys. Uh, they get interrupted by a stormtrooper patrol who has come by because they've noticed the cameras are out. Um, it turns into a big kerfuffle. The gist of it is that Saw and his team is able to get out. Well, escape-ish, and uh, the Bad Batch basically makes it back to the train cars, uh, starts to get away, but Saw blows the explosives, it destroys Royce's ship, so it's all, everything they've done, the Bad Batch has done is now completely pointless, um, and also short-circuits the rail line, so it stops, and they, that's basically where we're left. Um, the next episode starts with them uh, fighting on the rail car, there were uh, TK troopers that had entered the second rail car, and then there's another one that was coming the opposite direction, so they start a firefight there. Uh, Tarkin gets uh, TK V-Wing support to come in to try and destroy the uh, the rail cars. Tech manages to get it up and running, but in the process of trying to get back, uh, the, fir- the back rail car is destroyed. He tries to get back on, gets knocked off, is hanging with a, a grapple line. Um, and I was like, "Oh shit! Are they actually going? Are they actually going to do it? Are they actually going to? Are they actually going to kill Tech? That would be brutal." You know, he gets fucking shot by a viewing. He's toast. Yeah. Um, he gives a, a speech about um, how they have to let him go. Wrecker's like, "No, uh, stay, stay there. Like, we'll get you out." And Tech, cool one-liner. He says, "When have we ever followed orders?" Yeah. Uh, shoots the the connector for the back car. Um, it falls, and you, we see Tech fall off screen, which is funny for me because as soon as I saw him fall through the clouds, I was like, "Oh, cool, he's fine." Um, I, I don't know if that's what the, what the other two thought. I but, was like, yeah. I, I, at first I was like, you don't see a body, he could be alive, but I'm like, I feel like it would cheapen it if they brought him back. Like, it was such a good sacrifice, too. I mean, who knows? They might not bring him back, but yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, I've seen enough anime. It, it, and... It's a Sev all over again. Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. he's not showing up anymore, and that was it, and he had to give that one-liner. So when, I gotta listen if they back. do make it back to Pabu, it's just like, oh, oh where's Brown Eyes? Um, <laughs> funny story. It's like, yeah. we're all Brown Eyes. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, the, uh, the one thing that I would say about... Uh, I gotta listen back to that scene, because it depends or the scene later on, it depends what um, the evil scientist guy Hemlock says when he drops the thing down. I don't know what exactly he says. It's, we're not we're not there yet. I know, but he drops yeah, something yeah. down. But, but e- even with that, it's still up in the air. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't take that. It, they could have just found something and been like, oh, well. That's yeah, what I yeah. mean, though. That's what I mean, though, right? Because it depends. He, he uses words They're very carefully in these episodes. It. It, it's it's still pretty nebulous to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so the, the first train car speeds ahead. Echo's not able to slow it down, so it, like, impacts with the, the rail station, blows them all through. It, it was interesting. We And we basically get a reverse shot of last season. Yeah. Um, where last season it was, there was a, a big scene through Hunter's POV. This season it's Omega, uh, as we see her basically get rescued by Hunter and uh, Wrecker and Echo fight their way back onto the ship, go into hyperspace. Um, for some 
fucking reason and this was the one thing that really pissed me off this episode they decide that the only place they can go is ord mantel well i know why uh, the, okay we'll talk about that after az1 but... is there and he's a healing droid that's it i guess that's the only thing i can think of I, I... well they, they say like we gotta get to az kind of thing so it's like yeah okay yeah. that's the only thing i can think of Anyway. Uh, yeah, I suppose, but there are still better. Like it, it's a hundred percent, especially with the way that you left off on that. It's so annoying because, like, as soon as they said that, I was like, "Cool, I can, I can call the rest of this episode then." Yeah. Yep. Um, and I did, and of course, it was right. Of course, of course. And yeah, so so long story short, they go back to Ord Mantel. Uh, Omega wakes up, but Sid sells them out. So Hemlock and, and the Empire show up. Uh, they capture everybody. Uh, but well, sorry, they capture Wrecker. Um. And then Hunter get basically lets himself uh, surrender, and uh, then Omega tries to save them, and she gets captured by Scorch. And then Echo saves Hunter and Wrecker, but they can't save Omega, uh, so they get back to the Marauder. They fly away, and they're like, "Oh, we have to get Omega for season three uh, coming next year." Um, and then back on Mount Tantis, uh, Echo or sorry, Omega's brought to Analyse. Now she's doing a whatever thing. Um, the hem walks like, cool now. Now say I'll help us because we'll hurt Omega if she doesn't. Um, Omega gets brought to a room where she meets, she sees Crosshair, tries to talk to him. He's out. And then uh, Emery comes up and is talking with her. Um, and I wasn't expecting to call two things with two different shows, but um, she basically is like, oh, it's ironic that you trust Nala say more than me. And uh, Omega's like, I don't even know who you are. And she's like, oh, well, we're sisters. I am you. Yeah, and it was like, oh shit. Okay, so I was right with the with the New Zealander accent, like with her. It just not opens being... a lot of questions, though. I mean, it, it like, like there's not gonna first be a... female clone now, and why is it is it, she have accelerated aging then so, by accident? Yeah. That like so, you know. So this does basically round out the episode. Um, yeah. So yeah, now getting into the discussion. Sorry, my yeah. guess, my guess is that Omega's force sensitive. Yeah, I think that's and the that's next step. Be, it's like she's not a fast aging clone, and she's force sensitive, yeah. right? Yeah, that makes because sense. Because there's there's a reason why she's important and, and guarded. Oh, yeah, sorry. The whole thing with okay, if she's force sensitive, Nala keeps saying that like what the Emperor wants, it won't work. Mm. Like it won't work, it won't work, which leads me to believe where it's like they're trying to make force sensitive. Well, they, they they explained what kind of the current initiative is. Hemlock did at least. He said. The Emperor's plan is to basically be able to use the genetics, like the cloning technology, to get the genetics to basically make the entire populace of, you know, the galaxy subservient and, like, willingly so. Which is... That's a very uh, big, big thing to do. That's that's some, like, XCOM 2 shit. That's, there. Yeah, that's some, like, inoculation that, of, like, the highest degree. Like... See, I, I assumed it was just going more into the Snoke stuff. If I think if it, it is, is eventually transforming into that. Yeah, yeah, it's just that's hard to pull off because you're going to try and tell us that like all this time there were all these gene centers that people were going for for three free therapy that like that we just forgot to ever mention. It's like because eh, like... even all I said, it's like it's impossible. It's like well, you need to make mm -hmm. it happen. I think his ambitions and what he promised the Emperor is way too much. And he doesn't realize that because he doesn't have the knowledge that Nalase does. Mm. So I think it's going to turn in from like, okay, well, you can't do that. So you're going to die. And then we're going to continue this research. Yeah, could be. Like, I can definitely see that happening, right? 
Yeah, it's true. Um, I still think it's force sensitive clones because hey, yeah, if they want if they want to yeah. do the legends thing, where he's just like he needs a no, he needs a new body, he needs a new body, yeah. he needs a new body. But it's like, well, and uh, and then they can explain away Snoke, right? And, and all the like, oh, you know, bro, 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 bro. this like is the rest of Skywalker stuff and all that. Yeah, stuff, right? yeah. So I mean, we'll see, right? Like that—that's my assumption because that's the only thing that really makes sense. Unless it's gonna be like the only other option I can see is that it's like a Django situation, where Nala says like, "Yeah, you know, we'll make the Phase One Omegas, and I don't care." But like the Phase Two, that one's mine. Yeah. Um. Either way, either way could work. It's just, uh, yeah, it was weird because like in the the first episode she shows up, I was like, "Huh, New Zealand accent." You you called that? I don't know. It was it, it was one of those things where it was like I don't feel nobody like else just has that. Accent yeah. Showed do that but yeah you know it was a good call um, it makes i was just surprised like between that and and ragnar and paz um it's just like huh i you know i i that's the kind of show don't tell i appreciate where it's like you drop little hints like that and i'm going I, it could be true but it, i don't i don't know and then it is and i'm like oh fuck okay yeah uh, didn't expect that but yeah i mean other than that th so the other the only other easter eggs like iriadu is the biggest one right i love that um there's another big one which one uh, is that? Plan 99, the name of the episode, and what uh, Tech says to them. Because mm -hmm. if you remember back in the Clone Wars, in the Kami Noan episodes, there is Clone 99, who yeah. was yeah. the clone that was, you know, deformed, and he couldn't, he wasn't fit for service. Yeah, yeah. So, so then he so, sacrificed himself to save yeah, some clones. Yeah, so that's why I was wondering if, if that was the thing, yeah. But did they ever say Plan 99 in the episode? Yes, they did. Yeah, because when Wrecker's like, come on, Jack, you could do it. And then Tech's like, no records, Plan 99. He's like, don't you fucking dare. And then oh, just like, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was interesting. I like that little nod because, yeah, because, you know, Clone 99 sacrificed himself to save clones. Not only mm. that, but their actual, you know, the Bad Batch is called Clone Force 99 yeah, after yeah. him. So, yeah. and there are, they are genetically, you know, enhanced clones that were mutations that weren't expected, right? Mm. Um, so that that's another th cool thing is like they have that tie to clone 99 that we always forget about i mean i always forget about it and then when this came up i'm like yeah that's what that was because i was like maybe mm. play 99 is like we're back together and we have this like super cool plan that we can <laughs> the, act the it's just like, <laughs> they just yeah. they just had 88 no so when they were yeah. 99 i was just like yeah, oh, so yeah. you just have double numbers yeah <laughs> you only have nine, nine of them orders. yeah exactly yeah. um so i thought that was kind of cool little nod to the clone mm. 99 um and his sacrifice yeah, no, and that's fair. Because um, Wrecker knew exactly what he meant, right? He's like, Plan yeah. 99, he's like, oh, shit, you're going to sacrifice so. himself. <laughs> Wait, Plan but, 99, which one is that? Yeah, oh, exactly. Man. I'm surprised Wrecker <laughs> didn't do that, yeah. There, there is a funny moment. I do like, their, uh, Tech goes, okay, we need to be stealthy yeah. and time this right. They all... And everyone looks at Wrecker. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. He's like, can you? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and I did does, like... but... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, before we get to uh, stuff that, that we like, uh, I want to hit the stuff that I think bugged us first. Because I've got two, like, I already talked about one of them, but there were Let's two Let's make a shit me. sandwich here, Noma. We already said well, some good stuff. Let's say some shitty yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Let's get the garbage in now. Uh, so, the one, th one thing that bugged, this is a small thing. They have grapple pistols in this episode. Yeah. And I'm like, then why did the Hunter lug the fucking grapple cannon in, in the mining episode. Maybe they just like got he them? lugs a fucking giant shoulder, like, he's, yeah. like, double-handing that thing when he saves Omega. And I was like, oh, so they don't have other grapple... Oh, no, they do. Yeah, the they like, do now, yeah. They're grapple guns, I, though, right? They're, like, E-11s or something. It, yeah, but this one's, like, an attachment to their pistol. Mm. Um, oh, was it so a pistol? Was I, thought, like, I thought they all had the E-11s, like, oh, tech no, had. It, it's, it's pistols. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so I was like, what, what the fuck, where... 
I did like this? I did like the E11 thing where like Tech goes over and does the thing, but then he like to take the panel off, he puts the gun on it with the grapple thing, and then he just like throws it off. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the suction cup thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that was neat. Um, so yeah, that was a small thing that bugged me. And then yeah, the big thing is like as soon as they were like, we have to go to Order Mantel, I was like, fuck, okay, fuck, okay, let's get ready for a super obvious betrayal. Was, yeah, of course. I mean, you know what it does at least? It gets out of the way that she's gonna be like Sid is gonna be in the next season, and it's gonna be episodic in that way. Now there's. There is a train of things that need to happen, and it's like it has to be that way. It cannot be episodic. I, so, I, 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 if it is, I will be. I will. I will eat. I will eat something that I don't want to eat. <laughs> He's gonna pull an anchor man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Boston or whatever, San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just it one saw showed up. It was just like. You son of a bitch, why are you here? They're finally doing a stealth mission right, mm -hmm. and they don't mess it up. Yeah. So it's just like, this would have actually worked. As, I as, was looking yeah. forward to seeing something work. Yeah. Especially as, something as, so, like, needed. Yeah. As, as Especially as when as they as explained as... it. We're just like, yeah. dude. And they, they, they explained it so well. We're just like, doing this is not going to do anything. They're mm -hmm. just going to fill that vacuum, and it's going to get worse because you're going to be filled with more people. Yeah, well, it just won't be them. That's it, really, dude. That's yeah. all you have. Like you're not even psycho. Well, that's yet. A, that's the thing yeah. though. It's like he's he's irrationally being like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out whoever I can, and he, he loses like three people on the way to the ship. Yeah. Like in that hangar bay when they're running, like two or three people drop from his team. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like and it's like this guy just is at the point where he's willing to sacrifice anybody for any amount of damage he can do. He is hurt by the empire. It, it makes a little bit of sense, but yeah, I'm with that. I was like, this is too early for you to have gone completely fucking insane. I just don't think like, he's thinking, um, like, he, he's not insane. It's, it's he's young irrational. and angry yeah. kind of thing, mm. which is going he's on brash. right now. It's like, I get it, but it's like, remember, I told you on Onderon, you have to choose something. It's just like, so, okay, you clearly see we're doing something. Yeah. Why don't you, if you put the bomb somewhere, they're not going to find them. You do this at any time. Let's just let Hemlock leave. If they put bombs on like one or two floors up, man, that place would have gone up in fire mm. and everyone would have died. Right. And it's just like, oh no. It's like, then to see Tarkin be like, we're perfectly fine. So, yeah, I love the, the shutters. Like, yeah, yeah. so you fucked up yeah. the plan that was gonna work. They're not damaged at all by your bullshit mm. speech or irrationality or anything. So all you've done is just mess things up for everybody and get somebody killed who is not from your team. So mm. if they ever run into you again, fists are flying, guns are out. Yeah. You know, I wonder who you Worm think is. you're justified. How did they find out about the summit? Because even Sagarera knew about it. There's somebody that's so, got to be the worm. So so that, w that was something that like anno annoyed me just a little bit, is that Echo's contact in this episode is a skeleton key. Where it's just like any any problem that they have, they, he just gets yeah. them. Like it, it bugged me a little bit, but I was also like, it's fine. How high up is this contact at that? Point yeah, it's it's some Are clone. You, I would. I don't even think it might be. A, I don't think it might be a clone. I think it, it's. It could be a sympathetic imperial officer. I too, think it's it? the guy that was sitting at the the, the table because there's a guy. What's his name? Oh, the the what, not bald dude. Was was he willing to die at that point? Then? Well, like, it, maybe. Well, he gave it to Echo. Maybe not to Saw. Give it to Saw, right? Yeah. But there's a character. Um, but, the characters that are on the table, sorry, are um, uh, the what's his name? Hurst Ramoti and what's his name? Barton Colburn. And they're from obviously like Hurst. Uh, is it Hurst? 
Yeah, Hurst is the bald guy. He's the guy that mm. was the sympathizer. No, uh, that's the other. It's the other guy. Sorry, no. the other guy. Um, yeah, but yeah. this this guy here, the Hurst guy who was bald, he's the guy that actually joins back in after retirement to the Death Star project. Okay. He's in. Awesome. He's in. He's in Rogue One. Um, I thought. I thought Hurst was running a um, Imperial Academy thing where he actually meets Thrawn. Um, let me just get Hurst. But that might be a different name. No, I think it's a different guy. Martin Coburn is the other gentleman, and uh, he doesn't have a lot, but he's just from the Clone Wars, essentially. He doesn't have a lot of history in, in the series. It, it would be interesting. And, like, that, again, like I said, it's something that was like, uh, it's a bit overpowered, but at the same time, like, I'm. If it, it's a high end it, contact, then you're yeah, solid, it's, right? It's like, I don't know anything about this contact. So, yeah, it, it is feasible that there was a guy who could be like, hey, this is where Hemlock is. Here's a key to get through. That is absolutely within the realm of possibility. It's like so that's that's absolutely fine. It but uh yeah, the Ord Mantel thing was annoying. Like, there, like there's, the vibe there's of ways, that though. I mean it's it's a convenient vessel to get us to season three, but it's like look, if you were thinking about this smartly, like the bad batch from season seven, it would have been uh land an Ord Mantel, call AZ and tell him to come to you and then just dip. Yeah. And then you're fine. Right. And but it's like, nope, we need them to get captured, so set us to sell them out because She's just a walking asshole at this point. Yeah, I, um, I didn't. I didn't appreciate how that character arc came to an end, but it did come to an end. So at least it's out of here. Um, ish. Like I was just like fucking. Just she's like, not just coming back. There's no someone, way. Someone, just someone. I was like Hunter. Just shoot her and then and then surrender. Right. Like I did appreciate the but, part where Hemlock's in the like the alleyway of Ordmental and he sees Omega, and he's like, "If you surrender." I will leave your friends alive. And she's like, I don't believe you. I'm like, good. Yeah. Because he'll leave them alive. Yeah. But they'll but be experimented on or whatever yeah, yeah. is hell going on, right? Yeah. Like it's he's not like letting them go, right? Yeah. And then um, Scorch comes out of nowhere and like just ices her with a stun blast. Yeah, just conveniently with that bright yellow armor. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> like, oh, there he is. That that's again, that's whatever. I, I was fine with that. Um Outside of those things, there was one other thing that was... Oh, this is, doesn't even bug me. This is just something I thought was interesting. As far as I'm aware, Omega gets her first kill this episode. No, she's killed a few people. She killed the oh, yeah? she killed the guy when they were doing the, the trade-off in the cantina with Fee. And mm. she pulls out her bow and like shoots the guy in the chest and he's at the table. Oh, I thought I thought she shot the thing above and it dropped That was the guy. She, she shot a guy well. beforehand. So when oh, they backed okay. off, she shot a guy in the yeah. chest and then shot that and then it came down. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So second kill. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she's 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 going she all just, in. She just fucking kills a TK trooper. I was like, wow, damn. All right. I, I mean, again, that's the other funny thing. This episode, they're suddenly okay with killing, but it was like, yeah, it makes sense. It's a well, stealth mission. They're, 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 they're TKs fucked. now too, right? So it's yeah, just like, yeah. man, we don't care about you guys. Yeah, you just kind of ship them off the side <laughs> of them. They, they've been stunning TK troopers before now, right? Okay. But this, um, is, this is high stakes. Like their friends are at risk, yeah, right? Yeah. And it was like, I, I appreciate that you understand this, the writers, you understand the stakes of this. Yeah. You have to kill these people. And you want to kill them before you, know. you drop them. You don't want to be cruel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, right? Um, and then they, you know, they stun the, the hangar guys, but it's like, yeah, at this point, it's fucking everybody, you know, right? Like, if we kill them or if we don't stun them, someone's going to find out either way. It's just yeah. a matter of time now. Um, yeah, I, outside of that, sorry? I did appreciate how the ship that Saw took was not the same one that Hemlock was doing. Because that would have I been like it would a, for a second, and they would follow us I thought so too, and then they showed the the tracker on the other one. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, it does. Which just upset me even more because I'm just like, Goddamn, now they work. have no idea where to look. Yeah, that entire first episode is null and void. It's the the Empire will yeah. now know for sure that they're still around. Yeah. Right. 
so it's like it's 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 a slightly annoying thing because like when Saw was introduced, it was like, yeah, you know what? He's got a crazy full on, but, full on rebellion, yeah. But you know, he he's he's got a good spirit. And then in Rebels, it was like, man, this guy makes some good points. And now it's like this guy's a fucking crazy person. Yeah. It's just been like slowly eroding. Like Jedi Fallen Order was super neutral, right? Where it was like, yeah, he does some good things, then he just fucked off and let them all die. Oh, okay. I guess he, 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 you guys yeah, a little... he, does, he, he does the bad shit off screen. So when you yeah. go back here, it's like the fuck, man. Have you guys read yeah. Rebel Rising yet? Which one is mm-hmm. oh the Saw story? Saw, no. Saw story with uh, Jin as a kid. No, you got to read it. It's really good for Saw. Um, but that, that's my yeah. problem is like now now this hurts his image right because it's like you literally heard the, the like a uh, well thought out logical argument and you were like yes but I want to kill and it's like, yeah, it seemed mm. like his co person next to him was hurt already though wasn't he? wasn't he she she gets hurt in the initial firefight oh mm-hmm. at the beginning of when that they okay. get su- when yeah, they yeah. get surprised I thought she was like already hurting control. when they like walked up nah she was fine um, yeah she's fine in the beginning are you guys surprised at how Tarkin aged so quickly <laughs> Like holy Dude shit, was, he's got he's got liver spots and shit, and I'm like, god damn, how much sir. Stress he was under. So funny thing, I was listening to just some random Star Wars stuff today, and it was funny during the Clone Wars. He wrote to Palpatine, and he was just like, the the Jedi the Jedi can't be in charge of this anymore. All the all the military resources they're using for non military stuff to go f- save Jedi on a far off planet in Clone Wars. Uh, to save a bunch of kids, younglings, and all that, you know, not understanding that sometimes sacrifices need to be made because, like, for a military victory, you know, sometimes you got to go sacrifice a ship and all those people, but the Jedi morals would never allow that. Mm. So it's just like, how many victories do you want with just the slimmest? They've won by a slim margin. Yeah, you won a moral victory want... and lost part yeah. of a, like an actual war. Yeah, yeah, and more people so are going to suffer due to that. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like, they need to be removed from command so that we can do this properly. Because there was a whole, there was a whole generation of people of families that since like fifteen thousand BBY and a thousand BBY were all these like naval families who had produced officers and general and all this kind of stuff throughout their entire family history. And all of them were there waiting. And when the Jedi became generals just like that, they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, like, only a few of them that actually could take true command of the Jedi deferred to mm-hmm. were just like, yeah, we can show you how to run a fucking... The ground stuff, whatever. But the naval stuff is what they were bothered by mm-hmm. the most. Which, um, which was which funny was... because as soon as the Jedi were gone, okay, mm-hmm. it's your Navy now. Oh, we're making so many mistakes. Yeah. Right? It's just all that headstrongness, but it it is a yeah. point that I really liked in Hard Contact, right? Where I can't I can't remember her name. It's a no the alien uh, girl. It starts with a G, the one who's like the the cat, not a cat, but you know she's like the the their contact that helps them and does their all that like hard contact. No, no, okay. <laughs> I but I Gur, 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 No, it's not Guri. That's Jizor's robot. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, let me back look it up real quick. Um, but there, there's a part where she's talking to Attain, and she basically says, "Like you, you're a Jedi. You're you're a general. You really like because she's basically uh, Attain gets angry that the clones are constantly asking her what to do and blah blah blah. And she doesn't know, and uh, the this I can't or she's like the person she's talking to is like, look, he, they look to you as a general." you need to shape up because you might not be you're you're definitely absolutely 
not qualified for this doesn't matter we're in this situation now you have to either grow up or i should oh Jeanart. that's it oh uh, the one who's they're trying to save in the with yeah the, with the, yeah the the there's not even a picture of her wow um but yeah the, the one who's basically like yeah i'm helping you guys out because my people live here and the separatists are are just killing us like vermin um but yeah I, I really liked it because she basically was like yeah you're not qualified to be a general but you're so you a better general. learn yeah so you better learn otherwise i'm just gonna kill you and and figure out something to do with these clones how to help help them win um, and then we get a good thing. Well, you know, she she does say that because she's kind of harsh. But then we do get a cool scene where um, Attain's talking to Darman um, and basically saying, like, OK, I will command, but you have to teach me because I'm not full general yet. You can call me general. I hate it, but I need to learn from soldiers if I'm going to be good at this. Yeah. And it, it's just a, like it's a moment that I really enjoy. But it, it kind of goes with that point. Yeah, there were a lot of Jedi who were promoted to general who just didn't know what to do. Because they're not jet, they're not generals, right? They're aesthetic warrior monks, yeah, <laughs> or ascetic warrior monks who. Because he was, to... yeah. Because all it was was just like you know, we want people leading with their heads and logic, not with feelings and all. The funny this thing other is stuff. too, it's like they're leading with feelings, but they're Jedi, so they're not supposed to feel. But that's how they're leading. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's so interesting. It's how it's perceived. Yeah, it's like you're doing this based on what a feeling, the greater and good. We're supposed to, yeah, we're supposed to go along with this in a different way. Mm -hmm. different oh sense. no, that. That's what Saul's sauce, all yeah. about, the greater good. Fuck yeah, that. but it's, it's like it's, yeah. it's like the greater good in the Force, I suppose, is how I would put it for the Jedi. So everybody's just like, oh, it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. It's, yeah, greater but good for you. Bring it back to the Bad Badge. I mean, like, the you know, like the, the sacrifice of Tech, again, he may or may not be dead. We don't have confirmation on that, but with what Hemlock said, he, I, I believe he said, like, oh, all we could find in the remains was this. And if that's the case, the wording he uses in this episode is very like I I was paid attention to it when he was talking to Omega and stuff, and I'm like, mm. he's using wording perfectly, so then he can like do what he wants to do without the person knowing exactly what he's doing, and it saying, seems like it's a good deal. Here without being clear about it. Yes, yeah. and so like this with I know like Hemlock's not the character that's gonna be like oh spoiler here's a little Easter egg right, but like mm. you know like they purposely did that this entire episode two episodes. So I could definitely see them hinting at that for season three with this is, you know, here's what we could find. We couldn't find the body, but here's what we did find. Because mm. I'll tell you this, if that if that um, goggles were in that good condition. You said all they were able to retrieve. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like if that hit the ground from how high up they were and they survived, they had just a cracked lens and some like busted metal. I mean, like, the thing I can think of is, like, how would Tech save himself? He's very analytical, like, the entire time. Well, I can think of, yeah. He, the entire time. A very easy way. Yeah, the entire time, he was not yelling or screaming or being like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. He was mm. just like, got to do this, got to do this, got to get this, got to jump over here, got to do that. And it was, like, very analytical, right? I'm like, okay, well, what does he have on him that he could use? His grapple hook that he has? It's on the cart that's falling towards him. Mm. So there's slack in that line. If he could just toss it over and hit it on, like, a cliff or something... Could be yeah, that. I mean, my, my first thought was like... his arm off if Yeah, but that, he could though. be alive. My my first thought was like, does he have another canister? Because if he has another canister, you just slap that into the pistol, fire it at the, yeah. the control towers that were nearby. And be okay? And you, yeah. Yeah, you might... Did he still have his arm. blaster, though? He yeah, shot he, and then he fell. Yeah, because he shot yeah. and then he falls. Yeah, his little yeah. pistol, yeah, yeah. He didn't have yeah. the big one, though. So that's all you need, just 
ka-chunk, and then yeah. fire, and then save. But yeah, I mean, like, I've watched enough anime and enough Star Wars hell that, like, yeah, if someone, if you die off screen, you're not dead. If you fall, you're not always dead either. Like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Star Wars well, is... from that from that height, you're probably dead. But yeah, there's ways yeah. To, that he could probably save himself. So yeah, he's you not know, a force I... user, but he could definitely still be alive. Yeah. Um, he was in like perfect condition. Like he didn't have any injuries or anything like that prior. Mm. Um, so I could see him surviving for a bit on Eria. That would be a cool few episodes seeing him survive mm. on Eria. Yeah. yeah, in the carrion spike. That would be fucking amazing. Come back with sallow cheeks looking like yeah. <laughs> Still got liver spots on his head. Yeah. Fucking comes back looking more like Snake than Hunter does. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I am Iriadu. My name is Tech Pliskin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am the boss now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm bigger boss. I am yeah, boss, yeah. Big, biggest boss. <laughs> but I I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, this season was a little bit of a disappointment. Mm. Um I think the ending was good. I didn't expect us to leave on a cliffhanger as bad as we did. Or as much as we did, I guess. Yeah, like, so, so it was, my fear... It was, I was, we, we all expected it to resolve at the end of the season. Like, the yeah. three episodes at the end here, we were expecting, like, a full-on little arc that could have been resolved. And, like, Crosshair didn't even wake up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. My my fear for... I Actually, I don't even know if it's a fear. It's just... What what I've kind of come to expect from yeah well so so the pattern that I've come to expect from things like this is when they leave on a cliffhanger, is that the season premiere immediately uh, resolves itself. Yeah, but it's a yeah. two episode yeah. premiere too, so it's a it's a four episode arc. Technically, the two ep ending oh, episodes and then the two beginning yeah, episodes, yeah. right? I only I only like that if it's just like something like Mandalorian, where it's just like it doesn't go from chapter 15 back to chapter one yeah chapter mm. 15 to chapter 16 so it's just all one long thing just yeah, for yeah. production reasons broken up into seasons yeah whereas like this is just like okay you know the end of season two is really season three episode two and then we just start season three i, I mean, also think that if we get the next that, season that happened with season kind of with season two I, i'm but... assuming we're gonna get less episodes next season probably i think we're gonna get I mean, 12 I, episodes we instead actually of 16. just have a story not <laughs> bullshit I, let me just double check i think it was 12 episodes last season if I'm maybe dungy could have saved him if he decided to jump to iriadu for whatever reason <laughs> but who knows we don't we don't know we just needed to show off the little wookie yeah, guy yeah. for some fucking reason season one that, was yeah, 16 episodes as well actually so maybe not. Oh, okay because, yeah, that turned out to be a big nothing burger, right? Fucking, like, oh, yeah, all our friends come together. Every filler person except Fee was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess I could see it beginning of season... But then the problem is, beginning of season three, they're like, we need to get the band together. It's like, fuck, it's been, like, a year. Most people have probably forgotten all of the people. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. If you don't do, like, a recap, like I, we did with Mando at the beginning of the season, yeah. it's hard to know. Like, I straight up can't remember anyone they helped in season one. Yeah. Like, cut is all I remember. Yeah, because he's in a clone. Oh yeah, cut. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's because we know Fennec Shand, I guess, a little bit. Eh, Fennec more like fought them, not so much. Yeah, but she them. also yeah. assisted. She kind of, yeah, she kind of helped them more than they helped her. Yeah, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Cad Bane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all the other stuff in between, I I can't remember. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. It yeah, this season was a season. Honestly, like I wouldn't put it as my. It's it's still not my least favorite Star Wars show we've seen. Absolutely, it's not my least favorite Star Wars season I've ever seen either. Yeah, it's definitely better oh, yeah. than some. I mean, like I mean that that bar is like latter so, half. I'd agree with. There's you. a handful. Of, like I mean, it beats the shit out of Resistance season one 
And to, no, anything does. It beats the shit out of a lot here. of Clone Wars episodes. That are the like, like the single episodes, sure. Full well, I mean, seasons? like like see, like season one, there's not a lot going on there. I don't even count that. Season anymore, two is dude. all right. Um, I mean, Rebel season one was also okay, right? Um, but see, now with Ezra and a stupid sling. That's shot, what I'm saying. Though. That's actually, that's what I'm saying. That, like it kind of outweighs a little bit, but there's there's intrigue in Rebels, right? Even in season I, one, yeah. right? I, I'm I'm. I'm not sure if yeah, that's a good thing. I don't know if I like Bad Bad season two more than Rebel season one. I think I actually might like Rebels more. Yeah. Because the cast is, in my opinion, better. It's also a tight knit stuff. Like it's only four seasons long, so they needed to get a story across, and it was like the first thing yeah. back after Clone Wars was cancelled. Yeah, like no no disrespect to D. Bradley Baker, but um yeah, I, I think that I found the the crew of them a little more a little bit, like the, Yeah, there's a lot more intrigue into like who are these people and why are they together yeah. and like my my biggest problem with Rebels in the beginning was um, Zeb. I, I didn't yeah. really care about him. Yeah. Uh, for quite a while. And then, and then like, he becomes a character. Yeah, and Wrecker at least has like the dumb oaf. That's Wrecker's lovable. a little bit better, but I but I think it's the more of the diversity with um, Rebel. And I'm also super biased because we got a Mandalorian in Rebels, right? We also get um, you know Zeb voiced points. by Steve Bloom, which is oh yeah, fantastic. but I mean like yeah steve steve bloom is steve bloom though right like he's in everything yeah um, and it zeb is, is he literally not... is in everything well and and so with that it stop for it. me it's like <laughs> i'm not <laughs> stop it steve bloom for me like i've got a top five steve blooms yeah and zeb's not in that <laughs> i mean i'm assuming one of those is uh cowboy bebop oh yeah spikes beagle oh yeah yeah um cowboy bebop gets so many points for me because it's one of like five anime is he does he play a I think the, sorry go ahead oh i was just gonna say the dub is just as good as the sub yeah 100 percent. and is he in samurai champloo i can't remember i'm not sure i can't he remember if he's in samurai champloo and i know he has like over a thousand video game like credits and <laughs> not surprised he's, he's the most prolific oh, yeah. voice actor in all of voice acting he's oh yeah like he's in the guinness book world records for that one of my favorite uh, performances he does is, uh, unfortunately, Dan, you won't know it, but uh, Ogren. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Brad. Yeah. yeah. Fucking for, like. For what? Uh, Dragon Age. Dragon oh, Age okay. He, play, he plays a, a just a, a sad shell of a man. <laughs> <laughs> but he does it but well. He does it well. He also yeah, plays. Apparently, he played. Carter was my, my my cousin was was telling me he plays this like old like war vet in i think dead rising oh, okay or whatever i don't know it's like a zombie game um and he plays it this like senile old uh, vietnam vet and mm. he's like hyper hyper racist and it's so oh, weird to hear God. steve bloom do that <laughs> but it's what he did in that as a, as oh, a role it's, it's on youtube if you type it in no thank you. okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I believe it. it's not but... great but it's it's definitely a, a role he has had yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you know, again, no disrespect to him, because um, he he does a he's done so much of my fucking childhood and a lot of my right? life. Yeah, um, his Wolverine's really good too. Oh hell yeah! Um, like, yeah, yeah, I could see him or even like Travis uh, Willingham do that as well. Like, he's got that graveliness that he could do a good Wolverine, but mm -hmm. Steve Bloom is just like that iconic gravelly voice. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, Bad Batch is probably like bottom. F Season two, at least, is probably in my bottom five. Yeah. Well, you know um, what we gotta do? We gotta watch Resistance, so it makes it a little bit better for you. No, I, no Res Resistance is the bottom. I know, but you haven't even seen I, it. 
I no, I I got six episodes in and I couldn't do it anymore. You watched I, six episodes of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got didn't know to the that. One, yeah, no, you um, we watched them together. <laughs> uh, man, I forgot at least then. That's how not memorable these the we series had to was. We do recordings on resistance. Yeah, yeah. We didn't we did do we didn't do it though. For a celebration. It, it, we watched in the airport. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I'm gonna oh, blame and, jet lag by one hour. That's that's fine. Uh, and also, uh, uh, for Steve Bloom, Grunt Grunt's in my top five. What's uh, Grunt? Mass Effect from? Two. Oh, Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Okay. It's it, like legitimately one of my favorite uh, characters. Literally, if you've watched anything oh. animation or video games, he's in it. You've probably heard him. Yeah, I, I think was it him who started his own video game. I think he started his own video uh, game, like dubbing thing? studio. That's cool. I can't, I can't remember, but I that, that so. sounds right. Yeah. Anyway, back yeah. to Bad Batch. Yeah. Any last the points? Of the season. <laughs> Ed, did you have any final thoughts? I am just hoping that season three. Yeah, no, we can't do the episodic thing. We'll definitely get the first two episodes dealing with the Tantus stuff. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. After that is so up in the air for me because this season has scared me with their thought process. Yeah. The first two episodes of the season were fine. It was well. kind of all over the place. Remember? Yeah. But then all of a sudden we jumped to racing and other random shit. Mm. And then it wasn't until halfway through the season where we got a snippet of something relevant and then back to bullshit. You know what? The one so, thing I would say is the one thing that this season did accomplish from an animation perspective was hitting all of the types of planets you can go to. Water, magma like green deserts snow like we've hit everything this season yeah so, sure but like that okay that adds to the skill set of the team yeah that's that's a fair point to be able to make uh, that into the next season and be able to take what they've learned with like you know the particle effects and stuff with snow or the, yeah. the water effects with all the rain it's, and all the the cameo yeah. and like water and stuff like that but no, that's a good point, honestly, because it's like a, it's like it's like a different version of the Disney experimental motto. Yeah, it's like yeah, we'll make the, something the... to get better at something. Yeah, yeah, I, I I've explained that on this podcast before, right? Yeah, if you explain yeah, it quickly, yeah. just for people that don't know. Oh sure. So uh, when when Di whenever Disney Pixar makes a movie, it's not to like the primary goal is not the story or content; it's to test new technology. Uh, so actually, I don't know if they still do it because maybe they've run out, but I assume they still do. So maybe they've run out of ideas. Yeah, I, I have no, well, because I'm thinking of like turning red and I'm like, I wonder what that one. Maybe but they, I don't know. Maybe I, they I just, just don't know what it was. They just um, fire like 7000 people. So there's that, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so for instance, like Frozen, they made Frozen uh, just to a test their rendering because there's a part in Frozen that's insane. Um, but it was also snow physics. They they literally built a snow engine so that they could uh, test out realistic snow physics. Uh, the crazy part I'm talking about, and it's why I actually, uh, like, even non-ironically love the song, uh, during Let It Go, uh, when Elsa makes the entire frozen ca uh, giant frozen castle. Spoiler for uh, those who haven't seen Frozen, I am one of them. Uh, too bad. Yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's, been, it's been, it came care. out like 2016. Um, but uh, that shot took... Whoa, oh, fuck what was the number I, I used to know the number in my head because it was ridiculous it was like it took 750 render computers holy shit 500 hours what to make that and so they were literally just like can we do this and can we they, burn out a whole bunch of pcs to yeah, get this can thing we, can rendered? we make crypto miners die of envy yeah uh, as we just push I mean, the graphics cards to the limits. i'm assuming like a 4090 now could definitely 
render one of the like it would, that, no it would probably no it would, it would probably be like 200 <laughs> maybe yeah um it, it like the the rendering of it is insanity so like wow. finding nemo was all about uh, a full water like doing a full water uh setting and having realistic water physics uh brave was all about curly hair interacting with water surprisingly um yeah just like most pixar movies uh are released to test new technology not to actually make a lot of money that's just uh you know a credit to their talents yeah and i could see because wow. like the animation team here does have a passion because mm. even in this episode like we had the scene it, it, it threw me off for a second like did that just did i just see that it was the part when they're walking through the forest up to iriadu's like they're looking out and as mm. they're walking through the forest like the lighting through the canopy is mm. dynamic and i'm like holy shit that is amazing if you if you guys didn't catch it go back and watch it. it's like 10 seconds but it's just mm. them walking through and then like Wrecker stops and turns and stuff like that. And like all the lighting hitting his helmet and stuff is all dynamic. And I'm like, wow, that is, oh, yeah. that is insane. Um, I, I will also say when they're looking through the magnoculars, uh, they have this beautifully subtle effect where it's like, it's like the old 80 Star Wars where it looked, it looks like a weird, like you're looking through 3d glasses, but they're not working properly. Like there's scan lines. This, there's this, yeah, there's this little red blue scan, like fuzziness of these lines that are like half there. And watching that, I was like, wow, fuck, that looks real nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've kind of been saying since season seven, the animation and the whatever render engines and, uh, oh, I used to know the name and have I forgotten it now? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I used to know it's what it was called. Ren render mesh? Skin mesh? That doesn't sound right. Um, but there, there, there's, there, there is a word for the specific um lighting engines that you put into a scene yeah okay um, and whatever ones that they're using over there holy shit they are like one of some of the best out there yeah um everything looks fucking beautiful so yeah and i mean you know again it's that the it's fact just, that they're yeah it's too bad that they did it during this like a season rather than maybe doing like i don't know like a what if scenario of, of star wars episodes mm -hmm. like visions type thing where it's like none of it's canon it's just fun little stories and here's us experimenting on those things if that's what the reason yeah. was for this season like they're they're you know not the reason but like if that's what the main focus was well that's here's kinda... here's my interjection to all that I was just yeah. like let you do the whole thing to really get that <laughs> point across appreciate it season seven still pushed plot really well yeah of course sure there did. were sure there were fillers there yeah and we did not like the Martel filler speak <laughs> for yourself just just Don't. just because of how much it took away from what we knew needed to happen yeah mm. and i wish they would have done more episodes towards that even if they didn't just focus on ahsoka yeah mm. but at the same time we saw if you look at season six compared to season seven and how much changed and how much cleaner it got the fact that they brought in actual motion capture for mm. the fights Yo, that and was, everything yeah, like, yeah, that. Yeah. like if you're testing that and everything cool cool you're doing it but you're still delivering props. We know what's going to happen, but these are like behind the scenes of what's going on. That was perfect. If you want to do that, you could have given us a snow episode of Crosshair. Like the Crosshair episode's fine. Mm. The episodes where they're traveling, for, you could have still given us the, the saving the kids episode or thing or whatever, right? To show mm. that like, this is the breakaway from Sid because of the bullshit. Sure, that's plot relevant. What did what did the racing thing bring in? Mm. What was the test there? Like what all was, I can, 
what was the test for what burning grass like they haven't done that in a bunch of other movies before i'm sorry i love the idea and the the, i think it would have been like high high speed high speed sequences with like inside cockpits outside cockpits that kind of stuff that's the only thing Mm. i can think of but i feel like we've gotten that in other seasons but a lot other seasons other movies other bunch of shit we've done Mm. that already yeah i mean that's i'm saying i don't think it was their main focus but it definitely had increased their skill set for sure Mm. as as clone wars did like every season you do have clone wars it gets better right maybe this team specifically sure but when and this is where it starts to bug me where it's just like okay we want quality over quantity but we're getting Mm. the quantity right now yeah right with certain things for sure okay so you're throwing everything's at us but what are your main things you're going for right now the movies you're not worried about right now the books Mm. you're kind of doing the comics you're kind of doing we have mando Andor's done well Mm. not done but like we won't see Andor for a while yeah until next time (laughs) kenobi's done Mm. we have mando we have bad batch visions isn't really a part of this because it's other people doing their thing with yeah yeah, there's no practice involved there so we've really got just these two and the new um, series coming in the fall. Which, not relevant right now, because you're not <laughs> out. So you've just got these two. You've had one that's been going for it. Mm. All your attention is on this. It's not random, like, Brave came out of nowhere. Let's go watch it. Frozen came out of nowhere. Let's go watch it. This is already an established series. Your time for practice is not now. Mm. This is, you You need, you have developing story, developing characters of with this shit we've been waiting for for fucking years do not practice with this shit now do not waste my time right now i want story i want plot i want all this sure you want to practice there's homework for you go take this and go do this and do whatever i don't want filler getting in the way of what should the end of this season should have been right after Mm. episode eight and that is a good point too because it's like yeah, by by that same Pixar logic, it's like if you're gonna do this practice, then you make a movie. Yeah, you don't spread it out over a bunch of episodes, right? Because yeah. then you're just trying to do so much at once, it's not gonna work. Something's you, gonna break. You want people to be interested in this. You want to keep viewership. You want to bring viewers in, mm. and then you you put off season one, which brings everybody in, and we're like, great, can't see, can't wait to see what's next. Oh, this is what night. I don't give a fuck. I'll just wait for Mandalorian. Mm. And I think you know I, I don't know how many friggin' comments I've seen on social media like that. Yeah. And it's just like, well, yeah. if you if you if you left at episode eight, I don't know what to say to bring you in now. Oh, it got better. I don't care. Mandalorian's yeah. up, and it's no, been and good from the first episode to now. Straight through. Yeah. yeah. So, no, like you've got a good point. Like I know a lot of people who like Star Wars, and they're watching Mandalorian right now, and they're like. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so uh, do you watch Bad Bats 2? And they're like, nah. Well, I think the other thing, too, is the animation versus live action. Like, there's that. Oh, no, these are all guys well. who like anime. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so that's not, yeah, that's not fair enough. enough. No, I, I, um, regardless of whether you like it or not, like, there's, mm. there is still so much, even as a story aspect, there's still so much to absorb and soak in. Mm. Where it's just like, yes, no, this is stuff I feel like I want to know. What's the whole reason you're watching all everything like here you need to know this you need to know we were talking about this last week if you want to get the full scope and need to know everything there are things you have to watch maybe certain seasons maybe certain shows maybe whatever but like this is core things that you need to know (laughs) 
well then whose time are you going to waste with this season yeah are you going to skip episodes mm-hmm. what is when people put out lists relevant things to know season two episode one and two episode eight or episode seven episode eight mm. 13 14 15 16 yeah that's it Nobody's going to care that you were practicing. Nobody's going to care. Look at this. We have to watch it. So you can notice like, oh, yeah, these are mm. different planets you've gone to. Very good point. But very niche point. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, right? like I said, I don't think it was our main focus through the animation, but it definitely mm. improved. That was kind of my point where it was like, yeah, we did get yeah. those kind of improvements on all of that, which was great. I think the biggest takeaway from it is something I never thought I would say, um, but this is the maybe not the first maybe i'm being too dramatic but this is the first time where it's like being linked with disney has really helped them is with the the visuals yeah um because yeah you, you suddenly get all that pixar technology you can now plug it into to your own stuff put it this way i don't if know does does, does ilm like mess with pixar i mean I don't that, know. that's an that's an entire separate conversation because we need to know like what what software does ilm use yeah what software does pixar use are those plugins compatible were they able yeah. to build code that was compatible like that's a whole but you know they I'm have the option to do that, that as a parent that company technology that's already been finished it's easier to then convert it than yeah. it is to create it from scratch that is but, true you know if, uh, do oh sorry if it looks so good that you're not even fucking noticing it at that point mm. great yeah like like is that the level you're achieving for because there's got to be something oh like, yeah well that's that's the pixar level because like you I mean, know Tales of the Jedi also, also had great animation too we, oh yeah, yeah yeah like the but, cape but and Fro- stuff frozen's always my go-to just because like it came out while i was doing animation yeah um but, but that's the thing nobody's ever like oh the snow effects were amazing in frozen you're just like yeah that's snow but it's like uh, when you look at what you can you can see their demo reel for you're like with oh, the fuck. trained eye yeah yeah that's snow well they have ones where they're they're showing like, like each individual uh, rolling it well they're showing someone rolling a snowball through the snow and how it's picking up snow and mm-hmm. then they show their engine doing it and then they show someone digging a hole with a, with like an ice pick and then they show Sven doing it and it's like and then once you kind of see that you're like oh fuck that's crazy how they got one to one to one yeah mm-hmm. um but you're right and like their, their purpose is that you don't notice any of them um, that is the quality they're going for, but again, you know, the the it, it's kind of two parallel issues because it's like, yeah, it's amazing you're getting all this technology, but you're also doing the Marvel problem we talked about earlier, right? Where quality. it's like when you're swamped in Marvel content, it's like, well, what the fuck? What am I going to focus on? Yeah, like, and like, like where okay. is the where is the effort put? And it's unfortunately mm-hmm. not in this season of the Bad Batch. Yeah, I mean, in yeah, in terms so. of story based stuff, from what we gleaned from it, it was not the best. Like season one was definitely the stronger season of these two. Mm. Um, and we felt really good coming out of season one, whereas season two we're just like, cool, let's see what happens. It's, you're you're waiting for the good stuff right up until the end, which yeah. is the biggest. And even then, stuff. it wasn't like fully rewarded. I don't think. Mm. I'm telling you, we were, and the worst part is watching this. If if you were to go back now and watch the full season, I give Dan's point a little bit more credence because you're seeing mm. this as you scroll through when you're waiting week to week for episode you yeah. don't give a fuck what planet they're on you're pissed off there's mm. no plot yeah. you're pissed off just go back and listen to our own episodes we didn't give a shit about anything that was going on in the back mm. it's like when are we getting back to the actual story when is it going to get to the point where like we're like whoa kind of thing, yeah, i think yeah. you mentioned yeah. about burning the forest and how the fire looked at one point I'm yeah. Just, yeah there's some good stuff but, but it's just like yeah and yeah, but amazing visuals cannot hold up everything. Absolutely right? exactly. not. I mean, one of I think one of my best moments or examples too in my head is like emotional impact. 
um because like text thing i was like oh i was like oh 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 okay he's good um as opposed to like one that i wasn't expecting if you to got vaporized by a shot you'd be like well he's gone yeah that well then i would have felt more like what i, what I was about to mention like, which is shit. um like in rebels kanan was never my favorite character like he's a cool character yeah um, but I was always like, yeah, you're neat, you know, like I, but I like you mostly because you, you make Hera happy. Yeah. Like that's, that's mostly why I like you, but spoilers for Rebels, if you haven't seen season three, fucking that, when he, his sacrifice. Yeah. I was, I was literally was season angry four, at the end. I think. Season, yeah, yeah, right, episode 10, I think. Um, but I was actually angry at the end of the episode. Like I was like, fuck. But it wasn't like how it was. It wasn't like this doesn't make sense narratively. It was like fuck you, Price. You had fuck to. You, you fucking piece yeah. of shit. It was a perfect God. way to end that yeah. story for that character. And 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 that in that impact that then leads into me feeling so good when Thrawn is chewing yeah. her out and being like, "You fucked everything up." Yeah, because you're like, "Yes, how I agree yeah. with you, Thrawn." Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, "We oh, got yeah. the Jedi. We got him." It's like you didn't get shit. Yeah. You all, you have almost ruined the Tide Defender project. I'm coming back. Fix this shit, or I'll kill you. Yeah. And it's like, like that, that kind of. And this is why I want you to read at least the first. <laughs> yeah, time. man. Yeah. I do. I, I still. I'm partway through it. Seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> There's. You see how the interaction between the two start, mm. and mm. then once you see that, you can tie in why he's so angry. Oh, it's an evolution. Would, I, oh I, my god it's not I, just I, like you ruined that it's just like yeah. there is stuff there's you back you know why all this shit is happening you know why i'm okay. at you you know why you fucked up and you know that i'm going to kill yeah. you yeah you know what though that does give me more um, incentive yeah because like I, I dude reading the first thrawn book i was like i love the thrawn parts why is price in this book it's because like, it's cool, yeah it adds a that, lot that makes more sense okay it's, i would i would listen so to it if you have the option instead i, I probably uh, should because that's, that's listening, why yes it takes a while to get used to vanto's voice oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah it's a southern twang but the thrawn voice is so good but I probably should, honestly, because the reason I stopped was because I was just getting really bored with Price's stuff. Yeah, no. it is boring. The audiobook it gives you a little bit more to listen to. Yeah, yeah. And don't she, listen to it yeah. at three times speed. No, but do yourself a favor, goddamn. Oh no, this this one at one time. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's worth it just to hear Thrawn's voice. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but the, yeah. So with next season of Bad Batch and everything to come after it, potentially. Mm. Three things. I don't know why Hemlock's going for a Sam Witwer kind of interpretation. <laughs> yep. Not, I love Sam Witwer. Don't yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's if there's anybody who should join Filoni and Favreau. Oh yeah, he's hundred percent on there, right there. If he isn't already, honestly. At this do, point. do you see? I saw this video circulating a while ago. The Sam Witwer talking about the time he corrected. Corrected him. him? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yep. was like, yep. fuck, man. I didn't. Yeah, he I, had I the was one, like, one chance, and he and he got it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when he did that i was like what scene is he talking about i've only seen the phantom menace like once or oh yeah okay like he was just like oh shit yeah you're right he, they did meet for dinner yeah so, <laughs> so it's just like but the when that's why uh, the first time he showed up i went i waited for the credits i watched the whole thing i was looking for his <laughs> name and i was just like it's not him okay and it's just like the the, the way he talks the pacing of everything the like that's just like yeah it's, it's, is it Northern North? It's, no, it's Jimmy it up, but... something or other. Oh, to, okay. to me, it's just like, why are you trying to do this, like, you know, this, like, oh. Jimmy I'm Simpson. Me methodical. And... Okay. 
He's a very good and I'm you know I'm going to snap <laughs> at some point. You just yeah. don't know when. It's but, it's interesting because oh yeah, you know like it's oh it's, it's like this that... guy. What, what do you mean? It's this Let's guy. See, what else does he do? No, like you'll recognize him immediately. At least I did. Is he from Always Sunny? Is he the fucking McPoyle? <laughs> oh my god, he is! Holy shit, that's awesome! Yeah, Liam McPoyle. Oh, that's so funny. Oh my god. I, I almost can't take him seriously now that I know it's a McPoyle. <laughs> he does like, a even, very good job. He does, like, he does. Like, the I thing is, ever... I like him. Mm, I do. It's but just I see what you mean. He- Hemlock is desperate to me is desperately trying to be like this like oh i'm not crazy i'm not evil and i'm i'm mm. doing something that's good that's good it's gonna be great like he, he does he refuses to look at the bullshit behind everything except mm. when it, like no let's say it's like oh you'll help us or you'll or i'll hurt omega or she's just like you, we've already established that the Kevin Owens really don't give a fuck about anybody yeah oh, so she like she likes omega a little bit mm. Oh, Nalasai never told me anything. I can't get a fucking Australian, New Zealand accent. I can't. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, she, she she didn't tell her anything. Okay, yeah, no, she didn't tell me anything. Did she really like well, you, or she was just like a kind of pet for her? Yeah, so it's just a like, project. Oh, yeah, it's just like I'm gonna hurt her. I, I was waiting for her to be like, it's hard. Yeah, to, it's hard to know until but we like, see the, what the next Nal- season Nalase comes out. is very very good at playing her cards and keeping yeah. everything close she's mm. she doesn't give any look of emotion she doesn't give anything she's, she's intelligent just like, she's very intelligent so yeah. it's just like and i'm waiting for her to call his bluff and when he does it like cross is there so if he, anybody's gonna defend her at mm. some point maybe right so at this point it's just like he knows he can he'll be able to probably tell her or somebody or even emery get a message out reveal just slip the location out they'll be mm. here doesn't matter what happens they'll be here kind of thing like that. so he's this has all just been very stupid, and I'm waiting for the comeuppance. Yeah, because like, again, what's all the these characters here? we do not see. Do, does everybody blow up with Tantus? Is there some kind of acid vat or something? <laughs> does the poison go wrong? Do they trigger a different thing into it and it kills mm. him? Like he's so arrogant. Does that his he hand kill him and strangle room. himself? Okay, Wormtail, calm down. Yeah, oh, geez, oh, you beat me to it. We're on that level, bro. Don't worry. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's. He's this strange villain where it's just like, what's the motivation? The advanced science came out of nowhere. All mm. this stuff is just conveniently placed. I want to see it fall. And mm. with Hemlock in the lead, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. I just, <laughs> it, it's just it's so, so like, anti- yeah, we got this. And here we go. We need, we, need a, we need a villain this season. Yeah, it, it's so strange going from Rampart to Hemlock because yeah. we had such a big buildup with Rampart and, and so abruptly. He couldn't, he definitely couldn't have been the person that, that Hemlock is now, like as the researcher mm. and the, the, but like the crazy he, scientist but we, we saw the flaws behind it like mm. rampart and everything like that on the surface anybody going to me they don't have the meta knowledge we do right so it'd just be like it also yeah, yeah, it also shows you everything like that and you see his flaws he's false you see him second guessing himself all that mm. kind of shit hemlock always sees him rubbing his fucking hand it's just like yeah why we need to know more we about will. you we will not yet apparently yeah. so it's yeah. just like, i would say it also shows if you need exposition episodes i yeah. want to see it from him mm. It's it's the same problem as, and again, sorry, I'm sorry, Dan. I don't mean to keep leaving you out of this conversation, but it's the same problem as the the elusive man in, in Mass Effect Three, 
yeah. um, where it's like you just have you you just have this guy who you're like he's a villain and he's evil. Why is he evil? Well, he does evil things. What does he do? This evil? Oh, he's so evil, you won't even believe how evil he is. And it's like what's what's he doing? Well, he evilled over here. And you're like, yeah, that's just that's just enemies. Yeah, well, he he also evilled here. Yeah, but I didn't see what what that was. I didn't see him what he did to Sanctuary. Well, um, well now he's spooky and evil. So isn't he evil, guys? And it's like, oh, you can tell me he's evil as many times as you want. You're not making me actually think he's evil. Yeah. It, it's, it's yeah. I mean, they just need to do... The one, they were just like, he's pro-human. Yeah. Okay. The one thing I would say is, <laughs> it, it does also show the cards that Palpatine has. Because we know that he's like 17 steps ahead of everybody. And so for every one plan he has, he has six more that are right next to it in progress. Mm. And so I think the the whole point is, is is shifting focus from an initiative that is now complete to an initiative that is now in progress. It it almost feels at this point like it's a competition that he's running on purpose, which yes. I guess does run. Well, it is a meritocracy, it's, right? It's, so it is the empire. Yeah, to do this constantly. But... Yeah, right. Because we see Stardust with the Tide Defenders yep. with Royce's program, uh, and it's almost you know uh, in parallels. I'm thinking like Vader with Silo with you know all yeah. that stuff, right? Yeah, like Thrawn's um, stuff and and all that. Yeah, and it is cool because I... when you've got people fighting amongst each other, they're not fighting you. That's like a classic. Yeah fascist dictatorship strategy yep. right? the only the only one who's like he was not worried about but like thrawn came in and he was just like listen well i actually can't say but um, yeah <laughs> he says a lot of things a so lot of thrawn good really, things yeah both the emperor and thrawn have this understanding where it's just like listen you you're not gonna use me and i'm not gonna we're, we will use each other but yeah. not yeah. in that willingly intent. yeah so we're working like, in parallel you're, you're yeah. gonna help me out and i'm not we're gonna working towards goals game, together kind of thing. yeah like, no games between us man and it's just like yeah, yeah fair enough it's it's an interesting i guess gap they have to fill because the legends lore doesn't work anymore right unless they bring the yuzan bong back um because that that's originally why yeah. pal yeah uh, dan I'm, I'm not sure you know about i know that, about the yuzan bong yeah okay but yeah so the reason palpatine had this horrifying like uh is to build uh, up a fleet empire yeah. to to rival the yuzan vong because he knew well, they were coming yeah, right? he wanted the death star for the order but the whole thing so he could just mm -hmm. blast them to shit where it's just like yeah. thrawn was like no you need a fleet yeah to yeah. do this i kind of like palpatine as like i just want the sith empire to be like the you know amazing thing that it was way back we need to bring it back to the forefront like that's kind of how i see palpatine <laughs> no so control power and everything the yuzan bong fall under that umbrella of control power everything mm. how do you do your things and how do you manipulate that against the force i need to know i need to beat it i want to prove i'm stronger than everything and i am the best and i will be immortal and i will be the only one forever <laughs> it, it is a little bit more valkorian i guess yeah. right um a little bit or probably you know palps inspired valkorian um but but it is i think it is true like he did want like the it, it, in legends too right he did want the sith order kind of back right yeah. he's just doing it in in ways you can get away with with the emperor's hand and uh, yeah where it's just like you're almost sith but yeah not, yeah so we're yeah, not your acolytes or your xyz your dark inquisitors. side your dark force yeah. users yeah yeah and that stupid oh god what's his name from dark forces Jarrett with the stupid black uh bar across his eyes um but like all, all that kind of stuff right but yeah. um yeah i mean and and it's a little bit more disjointed now right because it's like well we've got the inquisitors hunting down the jedi but they're they're also not sith but there's not dark really, jedi. Of, yeah 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 outside of hunting down jedi we don't really have a point of them being around mm -hmm. um 
Simply with the the Royal Guard, I don't know. I'm I'm sure that Crimson Guard comic isn't canon anymore, but also like that kind of stuff, right? Um, that we had in Legends was interesting. So, with the I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah, and all that, you know, like the training, and then I can't, I can't, oh, I should oh. read that again because I can barely remember. The only the guard stuff that I know that we have for the Royal Guard, like Palpatine's guard and stuff like that, mm-hmm. is the Lando comic. Oh, oh yeah, for they're canon like, stuff. They're like, like you know, undead Sith like monsters. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Because I like Crimson Guard. And, like, Guard. super oh, the, strong. Yeah, there, there's a whole comic about, like, how, like, they're set up and how they're organized and blah, blah, blah. And then there's the one, like, the, the one who's, like, the, you know, the the prodigy who then turns and, and defects and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. But um, basically, it's it's a little bit more nuanced than Undead Sith. But you know what? At, at this point, with what they are, sure. Yeah. Because um, they don't really... I think it was, ever... like, it was corrupted people by Palpatine or, or something of that nature. I can't remember exactly. Okay ironically that's very similar to the elusive men then okay um but yeah it's it's it's, you know it's the royal guards are sure they never really do anything so i think now that we're on the 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 other train of different things classic i think i think we're ready to go for this episode (laughs) guys so all i want is just more info on hemlock he's a new character we Mm -hmm. need to know more about him if he spent time doing bad batch deep thought and feelings this season mm-hmm. and that's what you wanted to get because you got hunter first season record kind of a little bit for season tech this season and omega's growth a little bit of echo well, a little bit we had echo from clone wars so it was just it, if anything this was just like just little sprinkles for him on top of the <laughs> already done donut so now because he you know he's missing an arm so there's a whole yeah <laughs> um so this time it's like Okay, you brought in Hemlock, new, Emery, new, all that. This time, mm. them. I want to see where Emery comes from. I want her to talk to Omega about what they are, what they mm-hmm. what they did, what the project was, everything like that. If she's going to look at Nala say the same, I want to see Hemlock, where he came from, how he goes through the Academy, if he did. Okay, he was with Republic Science. Tell us more about that. I will just make that. Yeah. Does Nala say no about and Emery? Just... I can't see so. why not. I would think so. I, I can't so, see why yeah. not. Right. So, but will she lie to to Omega? Will she not? Will she even talk yeah. to her? That's that's mm. the thing there, right? Um, but there's so there's so much work that can be done for the next season where it does not end up like this, mm-hmm. where it's episodic about them trying to run around to different finance, trying to find them and not finding them. No, let them put their noses to the ground, work with Rex and Echo and everybody else, and keep that in the mm-hmm. background until mm-hmm. they know absolutely hundred percent where they are. You can show us them doing little things on different planets. Clip shot of a planet here, shot of a planet here. Shot. I don't need a whole episode of them searching one place to know they're not there, and we know they're not there the whole time. That's a waste of time. I, so I keep would, most of next season in Mount Tantus. Yeah, I I would really like. I, I would like to see something in season three because they make some hints of it this episode of a clone uprising. Um, yeah. And while I don't want to see Clone Wars two Electric Boogaloo. Um, I would like to see something where like last it, stand or, or just something where it's like the bad batch becomes this full group, right? Yeah. Where it's, it's the bad batch and, uh, Rex and Cody. Cause why the hell did you have them defect off screen to just not have Wolf. anything happen? Uh, Wolf, Gregor, well, Gregor's already with them, right? Yeah. Firebolt, all these guys, Hauser, um, and, and create this kind of clone group. Um, and that goes off to do whatever. And maybe then, they're the group that'll actually storm. Tantus. Tantus. And take it down, and then yeah, that's their yeah. last stand. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they can fight the severely depowered clone commandos that we didn't get to talk about yet, but also because, yeah. <laughs> because from there, you can go from there right into Rebels, and then that's why in Rebels, you realize Mount Tantus isn't a problem anymore, and nobody's going after it. Yeah, it's already yeah. taken care of. Good point. Yeah. That way you... you this way you're linking everything cleanly so they go right into one because season six basically sorry season seven right into bad batch mm. right into rebels yeah right be- into solo right, and andor yeah and and andor right into rogue one mm. right into episode four continue continue six right into mandalorian Mm-hmm. Or well, I mean, there's maybe a few years between that, but like, but you hey, could... you got a, you got a six years worth of stuff you could do exactly. So yeah, and the thing too is then... like every time we do a new series and stuff like that, there's always time in between episodes and stuff that we just don't see, and that time is used for other things like comics, books, or even other shows, right? Mm-hmm. Which is nice because like yeah, we we thought Rebels was like oh this is like the time zone that we wanted, like this is what we wanted, the timeline that we needed. And then now we're getting like the Bad Batch, and we're like, oh, this is really cool. Like, well, Empire Year One, Re- like, interesting. Rebels was that at first, and then I just rem- I do remember at season four being like, wait, yeah. we're, do- we're already done. Yeah. What I yeah. it was like, whoa, that's the- a little short. We started before episode four, and we end after episode. Oh, we're coming uh, back to one. it in the Mandovers. Yeah, right. But still, it's just it's weird. It, it was very jar. I do remember the end of Rebels being very jarring for me. Mm. Yeah, it was um, a little weird. I give yeah. it that. Yeah, but nah, not the worst. Um, yeah, sorry. La- last thing to complain about is because I did briefly mention it. Man, the commandos get jobbed hard in this episode. Like, you know, some of them I can understand. Right, you take a couple. You take like two. I, I guess two is the standard amount that takes out a commando now. But two stun bolts and you're down. But Hunter just kicks one in the face at yeah, one point. Yeah, when he's and in he, the back, he's like, just <laughs> done. Kicks him in the back. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Why'd you bring commandos? CQC kick. Yeah, yeah seriously, I was. They just put like, normal I, clones I, in the commando outfits, guys. <laughs> I, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, well, this solves the the question of who's stronger: commandos or the bad batch. Get fucked, commandos. Yeah, just like except for Scorch. Oh boy. Well, no, Scorch guy fucked too. Scor- well, but Scorch, Scorch doesn't Scorch fight has... them straight up. Though. Yeah, in yeah. season one he does. He, he hasn't yet. Well, no, uh, in season one he does, but he's he's the exception. He takes he took four stun yeah, bolts he did. down, which makes that sense. Was, like a reasonable amount at that point. Well, that's also because like he's a good like he's a solid commando, but like, these guys are like kind of like the trainees. Like they don't really have the. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, they literally are just like here, Joey. Ca- it's a command. It's a it's a clone trooper in cool armor. That's exactly what it is. Okay. I want to hear them say that the commandos were like from the batch, the li- the last batch of the deteriorating clones. You could yeah, say they were the bad batch of from, clones, or just from that's the from whole Django series failing. So it's just like you know, <laughs> or, or they're the are... best of their group, but they're yeah. nowhere near even the phase like arc troopers that yeah. we were seeing before. Like like having him say a line like, "Oh, this is this is the reason why." Or like you know, this is the problem when all of our commandos never saw combat, like something like that. Something, yeah. yeah. But it's it's it's. I, I see every time one of those. I guys knew you were gonna down, say something about that. Because every time I see one yeah. of them go down, I'm like, like oh. Darman. I'm like Darman, Atten, Sev, Scorch, Boss, Fixer. Can't remember the other two from Omega Squad. Um, all of them. Like fucking what the fuck, man? This is I, I like again because it's it's my standard for it. These are the guys who could tank Verpine Shattergun rounds because their armor was so good. And one kick to the face, and that guy's out like a rock. Yeah. And it's just, ugh. Anyway. It's just disappointing. Just eat that kick and be like, oh, what else you got? Yeah. Yeah. Like, You're not yeah. wearing a helmet. Let me kick you in the head. Dog. Yeah. Kick to the head, 
than like a punch or f- even fucking like a drop kick into a wall right like kick into a drop kick it's like okay well this makes a bit more sense right but one kick and you're out and it's like oh come on man like you're just a, you're just a, a stormtrooper at this point it's like where do you where do you want it between like it's for kids it's not for kids it's the it's, it's the krennic with the death trooper kind of shit basically yeah. well it, it, it's the death troopers and rebels thing right where because i that was the same problem i had in, in in that season when they start fighting death troopers and they're dropping them in two blaster bolts and it's like well then what what the what, why have stormtroopers then yeah what's the right? point? like the, there's a difference when mando shoots one in the face and i'm like yeah he's probably dead yeah but then immediately gets his ass kicked by another one right and it's like okay cool so that was a lucky shot i mean that's fine when you're just icing death troopers and being like yeah we're good get out of here who cares they're just black armor stormtroopers it's like okay so, so why even use yeah yeah well that's a dark trooper but yeah. dark trooper at <laughs> yeah. that point but it's just like that was so let's cool. bring them in and see what they they were weren't they fighting like phase ones or something in a practice imagine the bad batch against the dark troopers guys that would be well they we we got that no but uh, i mean like mando dark troopers yeah the the phase three dark trooper yeah like yeah because that's right we see them fight the phase two ones yeah um but i would also argue that that our expectations are lowered at that point because prior to that we had seen thrawn fighting them hand to hand barehanded obviously destroying thrones a good combat guy but at that same time you're like well then yeah the bad batch can take them down if, yeah if physical combat thrawn can anyway. um yeah again we've deviated all the way from bad i gotta batch. bring us back boys it's getting Someone's too late laughing. yeah it's fair it's fair uh all right let's get into the outro Welcome to the outro of the Palpatine. What the hell's an aluminum falcon? Welcome to the outro from the Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 15, The Summit, and Season 2, Episode 16, Plan 99. We have finally finished Season 2 of the Bad Batch, and thank you for joining us the entire journey. Whether you enjoyed it or not, we would love to hear what you have to say. Ed, would you like to let listeners know how they can get in contact with us? Absolutely. Please note that all this information can be found at voicetheforce.com, where you can also find our merch shop, which is shop.voicetheforce.com. If you want to contact us, you can contact us by email. It's connect at voicetheforce.com. We're also on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us. We are at voiceforcepod. Anything you do, retweet and repost is really appreciated and helps with growing the listener base. Twitch. We are on Twitch, and we will be streaming soon. Drop a date for you here, maybe, maybe not, but April 7th. Look forward to that date. We might have something going on there. That will be twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. You can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you give us a five-star review and a comment, it does really help with visibility, And if you subscribe for free, you will get the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, guys. And remember, when you fall from heights that you can't see the bottom, you are probably still alive. If it's a cartoon. You're probably (laughs) still falling at this point. I mean, uh, Darth Maul. Come on, guys. He's not a cartoon. Okay, if it's, if it's science fiction, you make it. You, you're, you're making it sound like that basketball player. 